Hello, my name is Alexander Kraus, Alex for short, A for too short, and welcome to Big Tall Bears. Big Tall Boys, just one more helping. And now, immediately, I'm going to have to be in the spot of the apologizer. I don't usually do this, but let me, let me bring the character in real, the character, the camera in real close, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to say this gently in, to you, the audience, with real solemn dulcet tones. I apologize for the fan in the background that's maybe making this episode sound a little worse than an episode should be. When I took on those actions, I wasn't in a clear state of mind. I didn't consider how this would affect you. All I thought about was how this fan could potentially save my life from heat struck. And that was all I was thinking of. I didn't think about you or your children or your family or the people you'd recommend this podcast to. I didn't think about that you would say this podcast is great. And then you would share this with somebody you love and they would listen and immediately... As the theme song faded out, that hit chucka 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 as a fan rotates and cools me. It is with a medically diagnosed heavy heart, which I've mentioned before, that I officially apologize. And now the apologies the apology's done. The apology's done, so now you can't talk shit about me because I've apologized. Many YouTubers go out and they give their apologies for going to Japan and throwing fish at people and it's like they've already apologized. They've already gone to the suicide forest. They've already done the stuff and they've already apologized for it. So in turn, you can't then be mad at them afterwards, right? Because they've atoned for their sins. The onus, the onus is now upon the listening audience to accept the apology. I've served up the ball Okay, and now you have to actually do something with it or else, like, what, you expect me to then serve a second ball? That's not how tennis is even played. <laughs> it's sometimes, sometimes I feel like you don't get tennis. And I know, I know that's maybe, I don't know your full situation, but just sometimes I realize that the, a lot of these metaphors are flying over your head. A lot of the discussions that I'm making, I'm making like asides and being like, oh yeah, they're real, they're real doubles partner. And you're like, not exactly understanding what that means. And that makes me, that makes me look bad. You wouldn't think about it. Like I, with the fan, I didn't realize that it was affecting you. With you not realizing my metaphors and my similes and whatnot, I don't think you're realizing how bad it makes me look because you're listening going, I don't understand what this guy's talking about. But it's not because the stuff that I'm saying isn't good. It's because you can't comprehend it. So in turn, it's kind of your fault. I'm, I gotta stop blaming. I gotta stop blaming you. I gotta stop. You know what? Bring the camera in close again. Let me, let me bring it in, bring it in again. We've got an episode we're going to do, but bring me the camera. Okay. Um, I'd like to apologize for my continuous, uh, per. I'd like to, I'd like to apologize for the, the fact that I need to present myself in a certain way, whether it be through fun metaphors or whether it be through me trying to, meandering is maybe the word. Meandering is maybe the word. Hmm. Interesting. I lost my train of thought. Um, apology accepted. Let's jump into this week's episode. What are we doing exactly? Wow. 
what we're doing is we're doing an old classic, something that has been done before, has been successful in terms of me putting out an episode, perhaps not in terms of like, listenership or response, but it did amount to an episode previously, twice, actually. And this structuring is that I take on your fan mail and I read it live on air. What? Excuse me, Alex, you, I sent you that in confidentiality. We'll get, I'm not going to read anything that was lewd or rude, okay? But if you're wanting to get onto the show in the future, please head on to bigtoolboys.com, go to the contact the contact, there's a contact page on there. You can fill out a thing. It'll send me an email. I'll read it. I'll read absolutely anything. I'm a male slut. I don't know if, hmm, male slut, because then it could be a male Hmm. Interesting. I will read your fan mail is what I'm trying to say. I'm getting stuck in the weeds here, but if you send me words or sentences or prose, if you send me poetry, 100% I'll read it, okay? If you send me doctrine, maybe not. If you send me, like, you know, a thesis, um, depending on how, like, uh, difficult it is for my brain to penetrate it, maybe not. It's going to depend on the quality of the writing and also on, like, the substance. So I can't say that I'm going to read absolutely everything because if you were to give me a, um, what, like, a, you know, a, if you gave me an aphorism, sure, I'll read that. If you gave me a metaphor, yes, of course. As, as I said, I love metaphors. I love them. And I completely understand what they are. Metaphors are like similes, which that that is a simile, I think. Because I said, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You can send what I'm trying to say, okay? What I'm trying, I know. Right now, you're right now you're reviewing the show and saying this guy can't talk today. What I'm trying to say is that you can send in something to BigTallBoys.com. I will read it and I will respond to it on the show. Like I'm about to this week. I have several fan mails that I'm going to be reading for fun and also for engagement. So they're both going to be, it's going to be good fun times. And also you're the listeners who sent this in are going to feel like they're getting something out of it. You know, it's a little reward. Yeah, it's a little reward. The same thing, if you leave a review on iTunes, I'll read that too. You know what? I'll do anything for anything at this point. You do the bare minimum, and it is the bare minimum to leave a review, by the way, and I'll do the bare minimum of reading it, okay? That's like the least you could do, and... Honestly, maybe the most I could do. That's a huge response from me, so... I don't know. I feel like you're getting off pretty good in that offer. So we're going to be reading fan mail. Let me grab it here. (laughs) Got a letter. Okay. Now, of course, I did say check your emails, but I do get I do get physical mail from some time. It's not that I'm using a physical prop of a um, VIT registration thing for teaching. It's that I am. It's that I'm reading off a real piece of paper, not a computer screen. Here we go. Dear Alexander Krauss, so formal, it's offensive, bad taste, irrelevant to podcast, and against the law. (laughs) Okay, I got on this person's bad side, apparently. As society standards continue to diminish, this podcast is reaching an all-time low. Do we need to hear a man urinate against a wall? Uh, I listened to this, (laughs) I listened to this twice. (laughs) 
Hang on, there's so much more to this. Let me just stop for now. Okay, so they're accusing me of urinating against a wall. Um, interesting accusation. Do I accept this offer? Um... I don't, um, I feel like maybe they're discussing me in terms of what they think they heard on the episode. Sometimes people say my voice sounds like certain things are usually used as insults, actually. So it's weird to get this in a fan mail. Um, yeah, sometimes people say, look, your voice sounds like, um, you know, your you're uh, muffled in a blah, 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 or your, your face is in a toilet. A lot of times I get that one. I get your voice, this podcast sounds like your head is in a toilet. And that's like really mean. I've never heard somebody saying that you, you sound like you're urinating against a wall. I find it particularly interesting that you listen to this twice. If you didn't enjoy it, I don't know what type of schedule keeping you have, but perhaps there's like a, you know, once you listen, you really gave this the benefit of the doubt is what I'm trying to say. You, you listened to this, said, this isn't for me. It sounds like he's urinating against the wall. I'm going to dial back in and listen again just to make sure. Okay. My child was home to hear it. It is offensive and degrading recording men urinating outdoors whilst drunk. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Maybe this isn't some sort of, um, you know, comparison being made to my voice. Perhaps I released a drunken episode. I don't recall doing such, but it makes sense given what intoxication does to an individual's body and brain. Perhaps I cannot recall such events. Okay, continuing. It is continuing a stereotype of podcasters urinating against walls, I guess. It is degrading to gentlemen and completely unnecessary. Okay, backing up. Okay. You're coming at me from weird angles because it sounds like you're upset, but then you call me a gentleman, which is like the kindest thing you can say to a man. It is degrading to gentlemen, comparing me to other gentlemen. I honestly, thank you. I don't care what you accuse me of. That's really nice um, and completely unnecessary. Well, I mean, look, if I was drunk and I did urinate against a wall... Sounds like that might actually be necessary, um, considering the circumstances. I object to showing an adult man breaking the law by clearly and obviously urinating in public, as it is not only highly offensive, disgusting, and unsanitary, it is illegal and antisocial. Okay. I'm remembering this event now. Yes. Okay. And them saying antisocial is making me kind of, you know, recall the night in question of me going out with some podcast gear to an event with a bunch of people out at a pub. And I was feeling a little bit like I wasn't um, connecting with other people that were sitting at the table there. And I was wanting to get out of the room, but I did also have to urinate. So I left, I went to the bathroom and, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, It's a shame that they didn't have better resources available for me to urinate in a uh, place without feeling like I was being attacked by my friend group um but also like i do feel shame for this i'm not going to pretend like i'm above the law i'm above being sanitary or i'm above being offensive i i'm I'm sanitary like i am just those things you know i'm sanitary i'm legal and i'm offensive so that's just like who i am i'm not above that i am that so um yeah I don't feel the need to, like, fully apologize for this in comparison to previous things I've done, but I understand where this viewer is coming from. So, like, that's fine. I understand. I find the podcast disgraceful and part of an ongoing problem of podcasts. Like, the problem is podcasts, or is it urinating? As a mature male, I find this podcast supports gender stereotypes. Ooh, Alex's own description of the episode on Twitter is... (laughs) Okay, (laughs) 
I read ahead a little bit. I like... <laughs> In full transparency, um, how I set these up is I, yeah, I, I don't want to go into all that details about how this was written, but I did this a long time ago and I forgot what, I completely do not remember what's in this fan mail. I, this has really thrown me. Alex's own description of the episode on Twitter is soaking in cash instead of piss, hashtag big tall boys. Did I really write that? Okay. Soaking in cash instead of piss. What a thing to write. Okay, um, I don't have a way I can maybe justify that, but I guess I did. Let's just, let's just, um, even though the subtext of the message may be that Alex's business has failed, fuck you. The subtext is the podcast is failing, fuck off. This is lost within the depiction of an offensive stereotype. You called me a gentleman. I don't know if I'm a stereotype, if I'm a degrading, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, is the stereotype that men urinate? What's the stereotype? Is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing, is it? I've never heard of this. I think this is disgusting. I listen to this podcast at breakfast time and dinner time. So you, that's a huge gap of time. Also at two meals. You knew in the first one when you had it at breakfast, you knew it contained me urinating against a wall and you went, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll listen again. What better time to listen than when I'm eating my supper? You're an idiot. That's that's my takeaway from this. What? Okay. However, overall, it's showing humans, males, <laughs> the most basic. Humans, males, just write males. Humans, males in the most basic, unhygienic way. It's all to teaching young children and teenagers that it's okay urinating in public. Surely they can find a more clever way to get their message across. You mean the world to me, anonymous. Well, thank you for the message at the end. That's really nice. Um, you know, I opened this episode by kind of apologizing for some things in my life, and maybe I should apologize for this one to an extent. I did say I didn't feel shame and yada, 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 but I'd just like to say, if you are offended by anything I do on this podcast, please know that it's your interpretation of what I have done. What I've done is not intended as being offensive, as being confrontational, as being problematic. In fact, what I do is kind of always in turn appropriate. It's the thing that is right and just, and your reaction to those things paint a picture of your mind as something that is broken. A lot of times people will call in, they, they'll call in, they'll mail, they'll do these things, and they don't realize that in those little folds and nooks and crannies of their brain matter, there is um, a problem. There's a problem in, deep inside of their own psyche that they're projecting onto myself. Did I urinate against a wall? Perhaps. Did your interpretation of me urinating against the wall create a problem for me? No, it didn't. Did it create a problem for you? Yes. What sounds like the onus, the responsibility, the problem is in actuality on the audience member that's having the problem with, with the content. So, um, I think in, in summary, I think you may have to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, and that's just my expert opinion. Let's dump into a second piece of mail here. Got one here. Okay. Um, buh, buh, buh. Okay. Oh, it's like a tape or something on it. I don't know. <clears throat> 
Dear Alexander Krauss, the podcast featured loud tire squealing and aggressive driving, which was incongruent with the podcast and jarring instead of funny. The tires squealing caused us to look outside as it sounded like a car accident. We live on a busy road and the sound invoked danger. Well, it should invoke danger. I've mentioned several times before on the podcast that I have way too many cars outside of my window that are traveling around. And this was, in fact, a car accident. I'm I'm shocked that this is the only fan mail I've ever received that has shown any sort of problem or sympathy for my own blight. This is the first time an audience member has reached out and said, hey, this sounded dangerous. And yes, it was. Did anybody help me when I released the episode two weeks after it was recorded? No. Not a single person reached out and said, Alex, do you need help? Do you need a safe space to go transport yourself to to be away from these dangerous vehicles? Not a single one until now. And I appreciate that. I do understand that this seems to be a tone of you kind of reacting to it, but know that the car squealing and the car accident that was happening to me had nothing to do with you. Let me continue. I think this podcast would encourage drivers, particularly young, impressionable people, to drive like this, thinking it must be okay to do so if it's on a podcast. I have no idea why they'd have that impression. I, I think you're talking about the episode in which, outside, there was a seven-car pileup due to my mishandling of a trailer. I rented it, I winched it, to the back of my car using zip ties and while pulling out from my driveway the trailer kind of careened off right into a um you know those little holes in the ground where they install the nbn there was a guy in there installing it the trailer kind of slid and tipped inside of that the edge of it hit the side of i don't know like a circuit breaker or some sort of electricity it became like a mat of um electricity that was unable to escape from its entire metal um chassis its form and the individual down there touched it was zappity zapped a arc of lightning shot out from this spot up to the power line knocking it down sending a car careening spinning into a tree another car followed in sympathy um nothing to do with the events or distractions or anything they felt guilty that the other person has experienced this pain so they followed suit spun their car and crashed as well at this point it became a sympathy train where a bunch of cars each in turn decided that it would be wrong of them to um project their opinion of what the other person's pain is so they also took turns in being sympathetic and crashing their car in a spinning spinning hellfire of pain so seven cars did this before uh eighth car showed up and called an ambulance um who we're all calling apathetic we think this individual kind of was being mean-spirited in not taking part in the painful journey of togetherness that everybody else was going through now, where was I up to? That was a long explanation. Um, thinking must be okay to do it on a podcast, which they, it's not okay to do this on a podcast, obviously. Um, I feel we will soon hear about a serious accident caused by a driver trying to copy their behavior shown in this podcast. <laughs> wow, I got ahead of myself. Yeah, no, they might copy it given that it was six, seven cars, six cars that copied the first car. Maybe they also will feel inspired to feel what it is like to go through this pain so they can understand somebody else's problem. Uh, I completely agree, which is actually a good thing. We live in an age of easily influenced young offenders and other mindless people who get their kicks out of stealing cars and thumbing their nose at the authorities. All incredibly stupped. What is the moral conscience? Well, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the togetherness stuff, yeah? So if these kids are the ones that are actually... They're not mindless, okay? My followers 
or whatever you want to call them, aren't mindless individuals, okay? They're actually taking the step beyond what other people do in terms of response and reaction, yeah? A lot of other people will sit there and they'll just, um, you know, they'll just watch the TV and react to the things on there and be filmed by a crew and they'll go live out to a bunch of people because they're on Gogglebox, you know? But my followers aren't on Gogglebox. They're more like... They're more like reacting to unboxing videos, you know, which is the true art form. I don't want to get too far into this, but Gogglebox kind of stole YouTube's thunder, which is pretty mean, if anything. And I'm going to try to sue. Where was I? Where was I? I feel like I'm really losing semblance of where I am. Look, it's, it's very hot in here. Again, there's a fan on me. It's very hot in here. This might be mindless ramblings. I'll find out when I go to edit. This type of rubbish gets far too much oxygen and influences the weak-minded, rude, firstly, rude, if you're concerned about somebody else following suit of something, don't call them weak-minded, you piece of shit, you asshole. Say that there are people that are, like, easily influenced or something. Don't say that the... Don't say, I'm worried about the weak-minded. That makes it seem like you're saying the people that are... You know, the people that are going to follow suit are the problem. What the fuck is wrong with... You're the problem amongst our population. I know people will tell me to harden up and get over it, taking life too seriously, ETC, but we constantly have to confront the consequences of out-of-control behavior. All very pathetic. I don't want to throw back what you've given me, but... um. I think you're maybe the pathetic one. Again, I was talking about the person who was apathetic. I think you're the pathetic one. At least the apathetic person rang the ambulance. What you have done is be pathetic and reach out and say there is something wrong with those that took part. Originally, I was really happy that you reached out and to discuss the pileup. I thought that maybe I'd get an opportunity to speak my truth and really live through something that has occurred to me that is honestly been keeping me up at night wondering whether in some small fashion my trailer did some sort of domino effect and led to the outcome and consequences of this seven car pileup i thought you could maybe help with that but now i'm realizing that you're only here to insult and i'm also realizing that i had nothing to do with it and i'm saying that both on the record and off the record in case um Whichever one mean, I don't know what those mean, but I'm sure one of them means that I'm legally safe. So I'm doing it on the record and off the record for anybody who needs that. I don't know how the law works. I'll try to upload the podcast, but my computer skills are not. Wait, why would you? <laughs> why would you upload the podcast? This po- what are you talking about? You've, you, you've heard it and you're, is this addressed to me or not? You're going to upload the podcast to where? Did I accidentally get sent an official complaint? Who was this sent to? My computer skills are not great. You can view the podcast by Googling Big Tall Boys. Are you doing... Oh, this is the end of the message. Maybe this is plugs. <laughs> You're plugging my own show. Please consider this seriously. I thought we were all... Uh, we were well past this caliber of irresponsible podcasting. Sadly and worryingly, it appears not... Cannot wait for the next app, Anonymous. Always so kind at the end. Um, I agree with the idea that we're we we're in an irresponsible podcasting era. You're saying that we're past it, but I don't think we are. Obviously, I I I mean to him fairly often, but Conan needs a friend has kind of dragged down the entire podcasting game. Idris Elba's coming in, and apparently he's also like a 
musician now? So he's what? He's going to be a podcaster on Spotify and he's also going to be like a fucking SoundCloud rapper? Fuck off with that bullshit. How dare he come in here into my home and say that podcasting is his birthright? Fuck off with this bullshit. Everybody... Everybody is coming in here right now and they're saying, I want a piece of that pie. We've got the Always Sunny crew coming in and saying that they need a podcast as well. Well, guess what? You already have a show that ran for 15 fucking seasons and still going. Just do anything else, please. I've, I, I need this. This is all I have. This is my world, my realm, my home. You've come on, you've come in here dirty footed, not washing your feet, not slicking off all of the mud, spreading around your dirty, dirty reaction bullshit. Okay. Guess what? Some of us have to come up with their original ideas. They have to doctor, they have to doctor official ad complaints into fan mail and make a whole episode about it, but they don't have 15 seasons of content to discuss because guess what? Some of us didn't fucking make it, assholes. <sighs> uh, I'll, I'll read the next, the next one. Give me a second. Just grabbing it out. <clears throat> I'm not mad. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Dear Alexander Krauss, the firefighters should not be leaving the truck at the time based on the scenario. They do not have PPE. Okay. This. Okay. <laughs> How a fire crew reacts to a seven. I've, this is definitely about what I previously discussed. Um, how a fire crew reacts to a situation has nothing to do with me. Let me start with that. Okay. This podcast causes distress that the young boy in the back is going to die or be injured in the fire. Again, how they handle the situation and who the victims are of a seven car pileup has nothing to do with me. How does it help me? How thoughtless it has been a source of upset on. This show is all I have, Anonymous. Thank you for your message. Um, short and sweet. I'm actually pretty pissed about this one because even when somebody comes at the jugular, at least I know that they're coming for me. This sounds like a lot of complaints about how the fire department handled a situation that I recorded and uploaded and put online, which in turn is kind of meaning that I did a good job by reporting them. Oh, they weren't wearing the proper PPE? Yeah, I reported that. Oh, the, the, the young boy looked like he was in distress pinned in the back of the car? Yeah, I think he was in distress. The firefighters weren't helping out. They were filming, they were filming their fucking video ca calendars. Yeah, because they've advanced. They used to do the picture calendars each month and now technology has gone so far as that video calendars are a thing. So they're making fucking... Act they were sitting there in Excel trying to set up some sort of calendar system or some bullshit. And I'm, I'm over there like, hey, help the guy. I upload this onto the internet and people dislike the YouTube video as if it's me, as if my fault. This happens all the time where people upload something and gets disliked because people don't like the content. But the content creator is not the individual to which the subject is being filmed um that was a really the subject of being what a crazy sentence i just said i i don't know what the subject of the sentence was <laughs> there was so many words in that sentence um how does it help me how thought this has been a source of upset on okay again it doesn't you can be upset but direct in the right pl place okay if the firefighters aren't doing a good job contact the firefighters Thank you for the message. Thank you. Again, I love I love my fans. I always love my fans. Let me grab... What is this? Let me grab... 
this out. What is this? Ah, oh, that's not important, is it? No, that's not important. Let me grab... <clears throat> Sorry, my mail's kind of mixed with my other mail, and I got speeding fines and whatnot all here. Not because I sped. Okay, let me be very clear. Um... If this episode works in any way an alibi, on both Christmas Day and New Year's, I was not driving. I was recording this podcast. Um, Merry Christmas, by the way. Um, I'm recording this on Christmas Day at 8 p.m. <laughs> I'm recording I'm recording this episode at 8 p.m. on Christmas Day and also at um, s- uh, 9 p.m.? No, 9 p.m. Christmas Day, 8 8- 6 p.m. New Year's Eve is currently when I'm recording this. It's kind of like a two-segment thing. So if you're currently thinking, hey, Alex, you deserve a speed fine, please know that I don't. This is my alibi. I'm recording this podcast. This podcast serves as both fan mail and an alibi. So if you're going to give me a speeding fine, this is my official appeal, my official statement. I was not there. I was recording this. Okay. Read this here. Okay. Hopefully this has a little bit more meat on the bones. Dear Alexander Krauss, always so formal. I strongly object to listening to the fish in the podcast suffocating on the beach once the contraption had caught it. Okay. Um, let me start by saying previously I said the urinating thing was maybe an insult to my voice. I am certain that this one is. I know last time I backed out of that premise and decided that I did urinate. There's no way that I caught a fish on an episode, okay? I know there's no way I've been that out of mind that I lost so much clarity that I was uncertain of a time where I made a podcast where I caught and suffocated a fish. This is this fan mail is definitely an insult about the sound of my voice. There is no way it isn't. There are codes of conduct regarding leisure fishing and the humane quick disposal of said fish immediately it is caught. The podcast is filled with many sounds of fish flapping about in a person's hand or on the sand desperately trying to breathe, which of course it can't. It's my voice, okay? The amount of times I have people sending in mail, calling up, sending questionnaires and questions. The amount of times I answer a census and they ask me, how many people live in your home? Who does the most, um, you know, who does, how many hours do you spend a week cleaning the house and doing chores? And then the third question is, how, um, how do you safely dispose of a fish? The amount of times I get given this on these situate, on these forms, on these quizzes and whatnot, I feel targeted. My voice does not sound like I am suffocating a fish on dry land excuse you i sound like a human being a gentleman if i will who if anything over enunciates and who doesn't underenunciate and do like a bunch of things like this where it becomes like you know maybe there's like some sloppiness to it that makes it sound like it's like a fish this is my real voice by the way where there's like a fish suffocating like, I don't use this voice. I instead transform my voice into something that's a little bit more appealing so that you don't have to listen to the terrible nature of my natural speaking accent. Okay? So, next time, next time that you come in here and you say that my voice sounds like a dying suffocating fish, I'm gonna kill a fish for real. Okay? And that is a pun. Real, as in reel it in. Pun intended. Fuck off. 
I was horrified. Wait, where was that? Head on the sand. Just, yeah, yeah. I was horrified and upset that a podcast can blatantly ignore humane methods of killing. I was not killing a fish. Alex, you clearly caught. I did not clearly catch a fish. Stop doubling down on this. You clearly caught a fish and let it die slowly and painfully so you could record it. I did not catch a fish, put it on the ground, and record what that would sound like. That is insane. What would be my goal if that was what I was setting out to do? I create nice sounds is the goal of any podcast, okay? Is to make it so that you hear something and go, well, that sounded good. If my goal was to sound make the worst sounding thing imaginable, yeah, I would kill a fish. I would drown a fish on dry land and record it. This is not what I have done. It is just me speaking, asshole. I was deeply disgusted by this lack of concern for life and total lack of respect for the pain and distress of the fish. The fact that you talk about laws and you talk about the morals of it really cements in my mind your doubling down of this concept. And you know what? It's not the fact that you... It's not even the fact that you think my voice sounds like a dying fish. It's the fact that you're so adamant that it does that you think there's some sort of larger problem with myself, with my being, that it's, like, morally unjustifiable that makes me feel like there's something actually wrong, yeah? And I'm not a bad person, okay? I don't even eat fish. I'm allergic. What would be... I'm a good guy, and I say that, I say that as the goodest guy you know, yeah? My acts of kindness, let me list them off real quick. Three acts of kindness that I've done in the past day. That's right, not even month or year or whatever. Three acts of kindness I've done in the past day. I brought new bread for myself because the other one was about to go off because I didn't want to injure myself in case there was like bad bread that made me ill. I purchased new fresh bread to eat the following breakfast day because... Guess what? I care about humanity. And I care about one specific human, myself. What else did I do? Um, I took out the recycling. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Alex isn't a good person. He could never take out, like, a fucking piece of cardboard from an air conditioning small unit that he built. He built, he bought. Well, guess what? I did. Okay. I... Oh, shit. Okay. Um... Oh, no. I feel like I'm being caught in a lie. I feel like I'm being caught in a lie. The box is right here. <laughs> the second thing I made... Look, listen to the sound of this cardboard box. This is... The very second thing I mentioned is something just to the right of me. Oh, no. Um, And the third thing, obviously, the third thing is... I, I never call you out of the blue. I'm always the type of person who is responsible in their use of cellular technology. If you want to be called, you call me, okay? I will never reach out or interrupt you or make you feel pressured to um, have a conversation or be a part of my life. I know that calling another individual can sometimes be a thoughtful act when they really need it, but I know most of the time when my phone rings due to a life of previous retail experience, when my phone rings, a shutter goes down the back of my spine and I feel deep pain. I wish communication was a healthier thing in my life, but I know 
that for a lot of people out there, a phone ringing means that you potentially are being called in for work on a day that you do not want to work, but you will feel pressured on the phone to do such. So I do not call. I do not call. Do I text? No. Do I communicate? No. I live in a self-isolated box, and the only time that I interact with anybody is through this podcast medium. And it's why fan mail is so important, and it's why when I hear these calls, these these accusations that I sound like a dying fish, that I feel like I'm being less than, because this is the only time I get to really communicate, and you're telling me my method of communication is wrong. <clears throat> I enjoy fishing and do so often. So you're the, you're a part of the problem. You, however, <laughs> fuck off with this. However, that is animal abuse and not a, wait, however, that is animal abuse. What? Yeah. Wait, you're fishing. So you agree? Uh, is animal abuse and not a pleasant to hear a fish gulping out of water. I have no issue with the podcast and I've listened before, but this degree of suffering seems unnecessary. Keep it up anonymous. Well, thank you your message i like to hearing the keep it up and i'd like to hear that you're a repeat listener it's insane to me that you heard the podcast insulted me by saying i sound like a fish gulping out of water and decided to listen to more than one episode it's honestly a real cl- i take back everything i've said here's the thing if you want to insult me at least listen to multiple episodes and review and whatnot you know that's fine with me as long as you're like a consistent contributor to the podcast listening audience then i'm perfectly content with you thinking that i'm a piece of shit that's fine okay not a single living soul likes joe rogan i don't know how you possibly i don't know how anybody possibly could like joe rogan but Everybody, seemingly everybody still listens. So, and he's fine with that. He seems perfectly content with that. Or inside of his being, he's just, I, I mean, I don't know if he can feel pain. I don't know if he can feel pain. I feel like maybe he's like, I don't know. He feels like he's all skin, if you know what I mean. You know when people say they have a thick skin and they can take it? I actually think physically Joe Rogan might all be skin. Um, And that's... <laughs> Like, you know when you look at a guy and it's like, I don't know where the skin ends and the body begins. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure it's all skin. (laughs) And some people might respond and say, you mean muscle or like, because he's kind of like a bulky guy or whatever. No, I mean, I think he's like thick. He's like a thumb person, you know, where he's just like, he's all just like a thick mound of flesh. Um... I think if you were to cook him up, he'd be all crackle, is, I guess, a good summary of who I think Joe Rogan is. Let me jump into the final one here. It's a very short one. Um, hopefully, it's a good one to end on. Uh, there it is. Okay. <clears throat> it's very, very short, so hopefully this is worth it. Dear Alexander Krauss, if some general public idiot decided to copy this, there is a very real chance that they would electrocute both of them. Killing them both. <laughs> kind regards, Anonymous. And that's actually a great one to end on because it's showing that podcasting is harder than you think it is. This this fan mail is clearly saying that if people were to copy this podcasting, they would soon be electrocuted because they don't know how the equipment works. I know when I first started out, I grabbed an aux cord, I put it into my mouth because that's where the sounds come from. And I went, you know, that the sounds go through the aux cord into the machine. So I put the aux cord into my mouth. I put the other cord into, uh, I don't even know what it was. It was like an amp 
or something, some sort of audio interface. I don't know the technical mumbo jumbo, but I put it into there and immediately, yes, um, electricity ran through my body. I was, um, seemingly, I was seemingly losing my mind. Um, electrowaves kind of went through my whole system and I was unable to really like feel or understand what was going on. And I think that really gave me a good perspective that I could then utilize on future podcast episodes. I think if anything was my origin story, that was my origin story. Um, and a lot of people might follow suit. They think podcasting is easy. All you need to do is buy a microphone, listen to the microview episode if you're wondering which one to get. Um, all you have to do is get a microphone and record your voice and put it out onto the internet. But in actuality, there's like more steps than that. You have to plug in the microphone. And like, it's hard. People don't realize that like the, those are the things you have to do. So they don't know what they're doing when they first set out. So it's like, hey, um, you need the podcasting game. I wish when I started, I had a mentor figure like me who could say, Hey, Alex, I'm going to sit you down. You want to start a podcast? Remember, here's the rules. Um, plug in the microphone. And that would actually be like great help because then I could feel like I'm, I'd like, I understand the medium and I understand what's going on and I'm not coming in blind. Cause, um, I'm, I'm sure Indra Salva did the same thing. You know, they started the rapping, rapping. I'm saying rapping career because I imagine as a SoundCloud rapper, just because of like the novelty of the media space. But I think he's in like a alt indie thing. I, I don't know. Um, but look, he jumps on in there and he sits down and he's probably grabbing that aux cord and he's probably like shoving it in all sorts of different orifices and trying to figure that out. And I'm sure he had an audio engineer sitting beside him who had just, you know, had to pull him aside and say, look, Alba, Alba, can I call you Alba? Great. Um, listen, Alba, you have to plug in the microphone. Um, and then you have a podcast and then you're done and you're ready to go. I hope, I hope these lessons and these tools that I provide for you are enough for you to actually like venture out into the world and feel like you're a part of it. You know, I know everybody seems to have a podcast now, including people that don't deserve one. Um, so if you're, if you're thinking, Hey, I might start a podcast, know two things. Know that I'm always here to support you. If you need help with audio work, if you need to know how to like get record, if you need to know how to set up a fan beside you, that's going to make the noise real shit. I can help out with that. And also the other thing I can say is, um, if you fucking dare to make a podcast and come at me like that, know that you are in direct competition and I will not let it slide. You will be destroyed by the vast power in which I have over the podcasting landscape. I will make you feel small. I will make your podcast sound like dirt and I will make your fans feel like you are an oppressor. How dare you try to come for my throne? I am the one above the individual who sends out audio waves that defy expectations and reality, creating a landscape in which audio can reign supreme. I'm not a vlogger. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a Twitch Prime subscriber, okay? I am a podcast superstar. And you stepping into that ring is you in turn saying that you can come at the title. Well, know that the title is mine and you are small and incomplete, you piece of garbage. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of uh, Big Tall Boys. Like, favorite, subscribe. Do all the things you do from the end of another show. But for this one, you're going to share this episode with your... Mm, 
the best male in your life. You're going to share this episode with the best male in your life, whether that be a father figure, whether that be an individual who's kind of on the outskirts of your family dynamic, but to which you feel deserves a little bit more credit. Perhaps it's your step, you know, your, um, what's it called? Your brother, brother-in-law. Perhaps it's your brother-in-law who, you're, you know, your, your sibling married them right and they're kind of like the joke butt of the joke of the family because they're kind of external to the situation and they lack confidence maybe you should go up to them and say hey you know what you're the best guy that I know and I'd love you to hear this episode of a podcast because I feel like you could really do with some inspiration yeah Um, I know that's a very specific situation but I know in previous times I've given directions for you to share the episode with like uh, uh, a kind of like a wide stretch of possibilities and it doesn't seem to be getting out I know previously we had some success when I said share this with the Pope um, I mean every day I get closer to this podcast being shared with the Pope okay he heard Megalovania from Undertale so that's like a huge step forward for him hearing big toys I don't think I don't think Anybody understands the the repercussions of he, him listening to Megalovania, okay? Because the the chance that he hears this podcast went up by like a thousand percent. Like the chance that he hears this is so much more in the realm of possibility than it was a year ago. I cannot believe, I cannot believe what is transpiring in the world at large. Um, now, but yeah, before I get off, I should say thank you for sending in the fan mail, um, of course, uh, you know, of course, I've mentioned how this structurally works. I take, may I take, uh, I add complaints and I doctor them to be responses of fan mail. But if you really want to send in fan mail and want me to read it, I will read it, okay? And I'll have read receipts on so you'll know that I've read it. So when you ask me questions, you'll know that I'm trying to dodge you. And that means I will be in the wrong. That's right. I'll be in the wrong for once, which will be new for me. It kind of humbles kind of humbles me if you think about it um i hope you have a great weekend if you're listening to this on friday and i hope you have a terribly great monday if you're listening to this on sunday if you're listening to this on wednesday i hope your thursday's pleasant and if you're listening to this on tuesday i hope your hump day is going to be grand if you're listening to this on saturday i hope your sunday is going to be lazy and if you're listening to this on a leap day i hope that you escape from the idea that the day has to be special because it comes only but four uh, once in every four years. You can just have it be a regular day. You don't have to make your leap day special. There's a lot of pressure to have your leap day be special. But no, you are just you, regardless of the day of the year. Now, to sound us off, I'm of course going to say the line of which I say at the end of every episode. Play the song. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs> 